Inside the Mind of a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. I, of course, am your host, Katie Kinsey, baby. Joining me today, she is the first lady of the Public Enemies podcast. I'm, of course, talking about All Elite with Miss Keeks. Hello, hello, how are you? Thank you, thank you for having me. I am doing wonderful on this summer out here in Dallas. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Uh, You were one of the people I've been... I've seen you on Twitter. I know of Public Enemies. I've interacted with them a few times. So I was like, you know what? She seems super cool. And I would love to talk to her. And this is me being like, hey, be my friend for an hour and talk to me about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I'm open to you. <laughs> so I always start these the same question if I do interview a podcaster. How did you get your start in podcasting? Um, well, first it started off as writing. I did start off as a writer um, and I wrote for this brand. I don't want to say their names, but they're one of the brands is canceled. Uh, I it. did write for them. Um, I pitched an idea. Um, the person that's over that uh, content didn't like it, so I felt like, okay, it, it was basically uh, forefronting Jacqueline um, as she was the first black uh, WWE champion, women's champion. So I wanted to do uh, an article on her, and he immediately dismissed it. So that is when I was like, okay, this brand is not for me. Let me just do my own thing. Uh, I started doing my own thing and then um, that turned into just let me just do podcasting so I did start off small and then um, my well we're still friends his name is Miko Miko schedule was too hectic to continue to do it so then um, I saw that public enemies was looking to expand so I had reached out to Graham and I was like, Graham, y'all need an AEW-based show on y'all stuff. So I pitched the idea. I told him my, you know, this, this, and this, and this, and this, and he was with it. And then we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you took it into your own hands and you said, listen, Graham, I know you guys like want to expand, but like, here's this idea and you know it'll work. And it has been working. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it's okay to try to shoot your shot. <laughs> you never know who will say yes. Well, we know no's happen, but it's always, it takes a one yes sometimes. So, You know what? I love that. Everybody who's listening and watching this later on, remember that? 
We'll get we'll, we'll come back to more advice later. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so, if you had to guess, how many uh, episodes have you done with Public Enemies, like with, for your show? Uh, for my show, I am currently on number sixty something. I don't pay. I don't really pay attention to the number until he tells me. <laughs> but um, it ha- I'm I'm at forty or fifty one of them. Charge my heart, not my mind, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally fine. But it's been a full year. I can't say that. It's okay. a whole year since I've been with Public Enemy, so I can't say that. Okay, so with uh, the whole year of being with Public Enemies, uh, do you have a favorite episode that you've done of your own show, or even if you were like a guest on just like Public Enemies' normal show? Um, my favorite show, um, I would say when I did during the uh, Women's History Month, I did a whole ladies night. That whole month is just women guests that I had on my show and I really enjoyed it. Um, allowing us women to, you know, we are just as informative as the men and having a great conversation and just different from different outlets. You have people from Women's Wrestle Talk, uh, those wrestling girls and uh, just different people, Lyric and um, it was just a good time, just a good time. But so that was my favorite, and I like doing it. And I'm gonna continue to do that too. So okay. I always want to show ladies the love, as you should. Was I, I? I love those wrestling girls. I've had both of them on here. Uh, Queen PR, Chris B, those are my girls. Love them. I've I've been trying to get the two of them together. I've done shows with them separately, so I've been trying to like mm. be like guys. You're, you're both close. We can do this. We can make this happen. I promise. Uh, right. Well, see, I had Sandal on the show uh, from those wrestling because I know that she does the, okay. um, the uh, is it the, uh, the show that they talk about, like, mostly, um, like, kayfabe things. And stuff. It's on their Patreon show. Oh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do know what you're talking about, but names are just not... Right. Right. So I I love the fact that you like like you had like your ladies' night. You had different women's guests on there. I, me and my co-host, it's just me and her. We're we're all women's wrestling over here. So I love that and I appreciate that. And I love when content creators focus more on not just the women in wrestling, but like us, like the women. Yeah. In wrestling, but not in wrestling. You know. Cause we do need more love out here. Like it's, it's so, we have different things to offer. Not, I don't want to say so many of us, but it's still a great number of us in this male dominant industry. And, you know, it's hard, but we need each other. We, we have to, we have each other's back more than, more than ever. So 100%. And I know everyone heard or saw the clip of Triple H in that media room talking about where where are these women at? Paul, don't you worry, we're trying. Exactly. <laughs> we are trying. Yeah. <laughs> so with again your year with Public Enemies, and uh, like being guests, uh, being a guest on other people's shows, any unexpected moments that have happened that kind of made you like question everything bust out laughing and you didn't expect it anything like that off the top of your head 
I would say the uh, the DMs, you know, when you have men giving you a test just to make sure that you are a real wrestling fan randomly. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do y'all do that to the, the man that does podcasts? And why do y'all only have to do that to us? I don't, but it, I always get those. Those, it's, it's a lot of, uh, like, kind of creepy, but then just, like, toxic male wrestling fans just in the DMs. It's, Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. I really don't. And then I want to put it on private, but then I'm like, well, then somebody might want to re- reach out to me and do a show, so I can't just not, you know, I ignore it now. Back then, I used to say some words to them, but now I just <laughs> ignore it or I laugh now. <laughs> Sometimes it is kind of fun to just, like, poke the bear a little bit and see what does happen. That's what mm-hmm. I, I understand completely. So when you're not podcasting, uh, what other hobbies do you have? I do know you are a mama, so I know you got your kids, but uh, anything specifically you do with them? Uh, Yes, um, most recently I just took them to the splash park. I try to make sure I stay outside to touch grass, as they (laughs) say. Um, Hanging out with my friends, just to make sure that I still have an outside life than just working and then doing podcasts and you want to always make sure you have like a day or a weekend to yourself where it's non-wrestling so that way you can keep you know your creativity going so you won't drive yourself crazy so i make sure i value the time out with my kids i take them movie night uh take them swimming sometime or you know if they do what they're supposed to do <laughs> then yes but um most of the time make sure i have a social life as well so, to keep from going same because if we stay, you know, as content creators, we stay engaged on social media to keep our uh, brands afloat. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't want to overdo it because it'll drive us completely crazy. Like we need a break. We need, you know. So I just try to make sure I have a social life. And then some hobbies I like to do. I do like to paint. I do abstract painting. Okay. Um, I would do that from time to time and. Yeah, just to keep my mind, or I'll read, or I will look at other things outside of wrestling, like a movie or a series, or binge watch something. So, I I always go on um, monthly movie dates for myself, so I just take myself to the movies. Like, I just went to see the new Insidious by myself at like 2 p.m. on a Monday afternoon, just me in the movie theater. It was fantastic. <laughs> Did you like it? Because I was like, oh, they need to give it up. I, I'm i happy that it's supposed... I'm putting it in quotes. Supposed to be the end of this. But, like, the credits played, and then the light flickered on the door, and I'm like, no way. Not a thing. <laughs> like, I, like, I love those types of movies, like suspense movies, Insidious, Conjuring, stuff like that. But, like, oh, no. And, like, I love Patrick Wilson, but no, no more. I know he wants to be tired. I know he's like, okay, y'all. <laughs> I can't do it no more. <laughs> he's like, I'll direct them for you, but, like, I don't want to be in them. I'm tired of being in them. <laughs> he's tired of getting possessed and harassed. And, like, Conjuring and Insidious. Mans get beat up yeah, all the time. <laughs> All of the time. 
So this question, I always love hearing the answers to. Uh, mm-hmm. So like I, I think I like briefly mentioned I ask like everyone the same questions usually, and then if something like sparks it, then we'll go on a little tangent here and there. But this one always gives good results. So if you could have uh, a dinner with any three wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and why? Well, everybody knows I am a big Jericho fan, so definitely Jericho. Okay. Um, definitely Bianca Belair, and oh, it's so hard. Uh, Orange Cassidy. I just I'm curious. <laughs> Out of curiosity. Like, would he even talk during the dinner? Do you think? Right. I just like. So tell us about you. Just you know. He'll probably be like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Sunglasses on, jean jacket, no shirt underneath. <laughs> I'm just here for the food. He look like he'll order fries with his steak. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, ju- he'll just get a plate of fries. Like, he won't get anything else. <laughs> yeah, if it was the 10, I'll probably have a rundown, but those are the three off the top of my feet my head because Bianca Belair she's amazing to me um and then of course like I said Orange Cassidy's curious but Chris Jericho everybody that's I'm a huge fan of Chris Jericho I've been a Jericho fan since WCW so that's always been my number two I kind (laughs) of wonder if that's like a Texas thing because my co-host loves Chris Jericho uh she she just turned like 21 22 so she's still really young but Jericho's in like her infinity gauntlet of like favorite wrestlers, so it's very interesting. You're both from both from Texas, and you both love Chris Jericho. So I wonder if that's like a correlation I'm not seeing now. I want to say because you know, we're, Texas has always been known for the sportatorium. So when we see wrestlers that have like you, you know, like we like Shawn Michaels, we love Eddie Guerrero, like the well-rounded wrestlers that's really good at adapting to each style I guess you could say that is a Texas style type of wrestling that's why we like it or like that person mm-hmm. um but he caught my eye because he can go with the luchadors he can go with the strong style at the time and he was really good on the mic and then what captured me even more is how he reinvents himself each time like he knows how to reinvent himself and that is a very hard thing to do, especially in wrestling, because things can go stale. But he knows how to just capture the, you know, he can make the corniest thing so over. Like the list thing that he did with WWE was like the corniest thing, but he let, he just had it going so over that people hated when it died down. But that's, that's just really caught my eyes with him. And then especially him beating two of the biggest baby faces at the time, at the same time. Uh, the Rocket Stone Cold that really just like had as a kid I was just going insane I got in trouble for being loud but I was just jumping up and down but yes I love Chris Jericho <laughs> okay okay I, I always love hearing like why people choose who they pick a lot of people pick like their favorite wrestlers or I've had people pick like one person from the past like current and then someone uh, they think is like going to be a future star kind of thing so I love yeah I love hearing people answer this question. And there's so many different people you can choose. Like, how many wrestlers are there in the world? 
so many so many so many and i think if i like went back and counted not that long ago i think eddie and the rock were like the top two choices almost everybody picked or like the majority of interviews i've done people pick the rock and eddie eddie is my number one jericho is my number two it was definitely eddie groves my favorite favorite wrestler nobody will we'll never get another eddie ever very true we we will never and just imagining the what ifs if everything didn't happen when they said that it was going to be an eddie guerrero versus Shawn michaels and at the next wrestling i was like oh my god that would have been crazy yeah i've always wanted to see the matchup that would have been that would have been one of the greatest matches in history yes oh my god i was like oh he has to go so soon it's it, it, wrestling is so tragic sometimes to think about and I, yeah. I I try not to but then you know like Dark Side of the Rings come on and you're like oh what's this one about insert wrestler died of insert thing I'm like Jesus <sighs> right and then we're about to get the, the Von Erich series to come out soon I'm like y'all just get ready prepare 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 yourselves so I, I so like I'm younger. I, I turn 27 next week as we record this. Um, it's like I like knew of the Von Erichs, but I didn't know like the story and how tragic that is. It is so tragic. Like you will see. Now I'm not trying to down their father or nothing like that, but you can definitely see how you have parents that live through their kids. And he pushed them so hard to the point that it led to all of their son's demise. Like, all of them. And I think they might, they said that they'll touch on it um, because only one of the brothers is still alive. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he just moved back to the States because he's been in Hawaii ever since. So... Um, but yeah, it's it's very traumatic, and they mean a lot, especially out here in Texas, still to this day. Um, but yeah, it's it's just so tragic. It's yeah. So I'm like, but having Zac Efron be on it, and I thought that he was gonna be Carrie because it makes sense because Carrie was the attractive one. <laughs> but it makes sense to play the one that's alive that's telling the story. <laughs> and I think so. MJF is supposed to be in it too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who he's playing, but just seeing him in an acting role is going to be so entertaining. Yeah, because I think that's originally what he wanted to do anyway. And you know, cause wrestling is a good outlet to start it off because we see it successful for The Rock apparently, and then you see it with John Cena, and we're seeing it with Mercedes in a way. So yeah, it's a good out. And Seth Rollins now, Batista. So. <laughs> Yes, yes. Now that is a that person. Batista is probably my favorite wrestler turned actor. He is really good. Like he went to, they said he went to the same um, acting coach as uh, I think it was Robert De Niro's buddy or something like that. Huh. They said. So. I mean, he he has killed it in every role. Like I even saw like the Knock at the Cabin movie, which was like subpar, but I was like his acting made it good. Phenomenal. Yes. Sold us. 
<laughs> I, I was like, I'm the apocalypse might happen. Like, this man's coming up here in a button up, tied all the way up. No, I'm, I'm not trusting it. <laughs> At all. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you brought up a little bit before how one yes can kind of, you know, like, make a difference in, like, anyone's journey. So, do you have any advice, whether it be podcasting or just life in general, uh, any advice you want to give to the people who are watching or listening? Yes, um, just keep doing what you're doing. I know, because I've been there before, where you get frustrated that you know, why am I not being seen? Why am I not getting the same support and things like that? It happens. And I also want to say, you know, rejection and stuff is sometimes a good thing because you never know that rejection is going to turn into the biggest opening of your career or what you're trying, trying to strive to be. Uh, you know, I was rejected a few times with my ideas, a few people, but public enemies told me yes. So, don't you know keep going uh make sure you're surrounded yourself with genuine people as well mm -hmm. um some people launch onto you for different reasons but just make sure that you're launching onto people that are truly genuine and truly support you and truly want to see you win um people getting their flowers should not uh uh trigger an envy for the person that you're supposed to be rooting for or the person that you're supposed to be friends with uh, your flowers will be given to you and just, you know, continue to clap for others until your time comes. Good things happen to people that clap for others. Don't be jealous and don't feel some type of way. Things happen. So don't be afraid and don't let rejection uh, clout your creativity because everybody is needed. It's more room for everybody to grow. It's enough room on the table. And like you said earlier, like what Triple H said, there's no women in here. And you wanna know why sometimes some people don't allow women because we know more, we ask the real questions mm -hmm. and we are better than most of these males that's in podcasting. Like the media scrum proves that because the women ask the correct questions while these men are out here kayfabing and acting like fans instead of quote unquote journalists. So, and they are intimidated by us because we know what we're talking about. And like I said, we're informal. So sometimes they are rejecting these women to be in the same room is because we're forced to be working with and they know that. Hell so. yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, uh, we mentioned those wrestling girls earlier. Like, when they popped up, and I can't remember which show it was, but they popped up in the media scrum, I was like, I, like, I, like, almost started crying, because I was like, those two deserve it. I know Chris would be, like, asked a question, but I know mm -hmm. Queen PR was sitting right next to her. And I was like, those are, like, those are two genuine human beings who do care about other people, who do put other people before themselves and are so good with the content they make just in general so seeing them uh like denise salcedo who has made a name in both wwe and AEW, yeah. being in both of those like there's not a lot of us who get to make it into those rooms but like you said the ones who do really make an impact yes um and when those wrestling girls was there they 
asks a very important question and especially towards the women division and you also don't see a lot of people asking questions to the women that you know they they show them some respect you know what i'm saying like um they want to be taken seriously and those wrestling girls when they asked the question i believe was it to um it had to be to Rhea ripley or was it be uh becky it was one of the one of them I but they asked that. a legitimate i can't remember it was a <laughs> legitimate question to make you know because they're serious superstars they're athletes so they asked the, a genuine question and then i also saw like you know some people oh well how did they get you know what i'm saying like the hate you know um so they are deserving i will actually those wrestling girls need to be more in the media scrums for wwe especially the impact that they have made um highlighting women's wrestling and highlighting the uh the you know the women in the wwe division and i know that they uh highlight other women as well in the other uh programs like uh nxt also uh aew from time to time uh impact and things like that so they need to be in the media scrums uh for wwe all the time like i need to see pr and krista b up there all the time uh denise she's doing her thing um women's wrestle talk i know for aew side they are also in the media scrums but they they are the only ones in the aew media scrum that ask the legitimate questions and not these kayfabe questions so shout out to all of them we need more women in there and it shouldn't have to be a major name to be in the media scrum like give some of the small ones the opportunity too because they are just as informative and and things like that so most definitely so shout out to them mm-hmm. i i agree 100 percent like uh i was talking to Haley from uh fightful overbooked uh oh that's my girl i i love her pieces <laughs> she's one of my favorite people of all, all time <laughs> Uh, I was talking to her, and because it was like after Triple H said the media scrum thing, and her and I were talking, and so she put like an application in to try and get in the media room for SummerSlam, and I was like, well, I mean, I'm gonna be there too, so I shot my shot too. I have a podcast. This this is what I have. I'm not with Fightful or a Wrestle News Talk or anything like that. So I was like, screw it. If luck is on my side and I get in there, hell yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's another thing. Do not be afraid of just doing it. Just shoot your shot. Just shoot it. And and just see, you never know. You might get it. Okay. <laughs> this is it. Here's your badge. Here's your... <laughs> like, that would be so cool. And if I can't get it for SummerSlam, I'm going to try even harder for Payback. Because Payback's in my hometown. It's in Pittsburgh. Okay. So, like, I, I, I got to be in there. <laughs> Yeah, just keep just keep trying. You you never know. They gonna be like this girl keeps. You know what? I'm gonna let her on in because she. I if I see this application one more time, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go ahead and let, get on their nerves. Make them. Well, you know what? She keeps trying because some people like to see that too. Like some, you know, we know that Vince McMahon is a person that, as I don't, you know, I don't too much care for him as far mm-hmm. as like the other stuff what he's done. But I do for what I've known seen him throughout the years he does not like cowards he likes people that just keeps bugging him because you really want it so if you keep bugging like i'm gonna keep doing this application okay we gonna let her in because she keeps if i see this application one more time <laughs> they're like god just let her so in already <laughs> right i'm saying no maybe she will 
you know? Say yes, and she might surprise you and ask a good question. Because sometimes you have to do that. So that's that's another thing. Everyone needs to shoot their shot and see 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 where luck takes you. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Go be on your side. Might not be on your side, right. and that's okay. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, so I think I got a few more questions for you. So okay, one of uh, this one is also one of my favorite ones. I love to ask just again to hear what people say. So if you could write an autobiography of your life, whether mm. it's just, like, your entire life, a section of your life, one specific event, uh, what would be the title and why you choose that title? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, misunderstood. Okay. Misunderstood. The, um, the misconception of peaks. I'll put it like that. Okay. Yes, and I say that because I know I have a reputation, but um, I have, uh, and it's funny because Graham said this on one interview where he compared me to Kanye West, not current Kanye West, but (laughs) Kanye West in um, the period 2007, 2010-ish, where he said that you may not understand what she's doing right now, but you'll understand years later what she's trying to do um you know i know i have a reputation where people will say that i am problematic or i am toxic but they just don't see what i see like they don't see the the politics side Mm -hmm. of content that i am seeing especially towards women especially towards black women in content um you have people that use their politics um to make sure that you stay stagnant instead of you know um getting to where you need to go so i come in as you know i don't care to lose quote unquote connections because i don't really have connections i'm not trying to uh take no job at i just simply do this because i love wrestling and i like to see other women flourish Mm -hmm. but what i'm doing is trying to not trying i will break the cycle break the wheel of not only um women have to be a certain way and the unfairness that women in content is receiving like you have to be attached to a male in order to get into certain places Mm -hmm. and not only that if people are not paying attention but women in content work 20 times harder than men in content like we have to uh sell ourselves way more which is unfair and we are probably the most duplicated in content like people will listen to our show and say that they support us but in the same token they are quote unquote stealing our format stealing our words and making it theirs and that's not fair and i don't like it and i'm gonna always speak on it and i'm gonna always speak my mind um so i do it out of not to start anything I do it to make it uh, awareness that this is happening it's happening in our face and we can't keep ignoring it and sometimes you have women also that plays a part in it but it's mostly men that does it you know and that's with every industry whether it's wrestling whether it's sports uh sports media uh rap industry like it just have it's just the the misogyny in 
certain things. We see it all the time, but it takes a person to be brave enough to say, you need to stop doing this and allow this person to do this. And I'm gonna keep doing it. I don't have to stay in content forever, but I know I won't be in forever, but even when I'm out, I'm gonna still always defend women in content. So. Hey, I, I appreciate, I know I will speak for the majority of the women who listen to this. We appreciate you being the one to, you know, you're, you're on like the front line. You're not taking Mm -hmm. any chances. You're like, I'll take, I'll take all the hits for it. But like, it's something that needs to be talked about and you're a hundred percent correct. Like misogyny, like, yes, it's in a lot of different forms of media, but wrestling media is insane. Mm-hmm. It sometimes it blows my mind. Like the majority of friends that I've made in podcasting are guys, and they're all my family. I know damn well if something happened to me, all of them would defend me. Like right. that's that's the bond I have created with these other podcasters. The almost three years I've been doing this, so like having like a good group of men to help defend you against the toxicity of men is always a plus yes and we need more of those definitely even if like because i know um i do appreciate public enemies because they will in a in a minute but it shouldn't be like my thing is if you know it's wrong say something Mm -hmm. like my issue is if you are friends with somebody that is doing it you need to check that friend like hey that's not right instead of just ignoring it like it's not happening and continuing on because that's how things keep going like you have to speak up speak up for your toxic friends speak if you know that this person is doing a woman in content wrong or is having something to do with them not elevating say something speak out on it what's the worst that can happen you lose what a connection that you can buy a ticket to a wrestling event <laughs> you can buy one like you, you put you you lo- you're gonna lose your free access to go to a show you can buy one tickets tickets are cheap get a nosebleed right it's not right it's not worth it but yes yeah, the the biggest misperception of me is that i am toxic but no i i love i'm passionate and i'm gonna stand up what's right and that's so that. we again we appreciate you Thank you. Oh, of course. Uh, so, <laughs> this is actually going to come out August 1st. I know it's a few weeks away. Uh, I'm going to be going on vacation for two weeks, back to back, so I'm trying oh. to try and get some content now so that will be released, because I'm not going to be able to do my weekly show. Uh, so, any plans, um, whether it just be, like, the podcast you do, any guest appearances for the next, we'll say, like, month or so that you kind of want to plug? Um, I, um, for now, I don't, because, uh, I'm choosing on who I'm allowing on the show. I don't want to over exaggerate it with guests, mm-hmm. um, but I do plan on having more guests. Uh, I want to have more women guests on my show than men. Um, also, um, I am, uh, associated with Russell Rave, a uh, promotion out here in Texas. They have an upcoming show on August 19th. Make sure you get your tickets. Um, and, uh, let me see. 
I know around December ish, that's when I you always have my uh, AEW Kicks Awards. So just be on the lookout for that. That's really fun. I do that uh, with Banks. Uh, he's always on the show. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to um, the all in review that I will have as well on my show. Uh, so that's so far, yes. That's the only thing that I uh, have off of the top of my head. <laughs> Uh, but yes <laughs> all great content that will be coming everyone needs to make sure they're paying attention stay on the lookout now Keeks I have been asking you some questions now I always let my guests have the honor you can ask me any questions you want I am an open book it can be podcasting it can be personal related anything you want to ask me I, I got you okay so who are your favorite top five wrestling <laughs> my top five okay um so i don't know if you can see him uh it's a little i have a little adam cole right here he's he's my permanent okay. little co-host uh baby okay. I, I, I do go by K katie kinsey baby so adam is <laughs> definitely in the top five um do you want like current or all time it, uh either or okay uh so adam's definitely in there Lita will always be in my top five. I love Lita. I was always team Lita over team Trish, even though I do love them both. <laughs> Thank you, Trish. <laughs> but <laughs> I was always team Lita. Um, I do love me some Wardlow, even though he doesn't get the love he deserves sometimes, especially with that damn title that they keep taking off of him. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it bothers me, that whole TNT title. He's such a man. He's a beautiful man. I miss the man bun. It, terrible. Uh, ooh, I have two more. And it's hard to like try and narrow it down sometimes. Uh, Bianca's definitely in there. She is one of the coolest people. Uh, like getting to see her wrestle live versus just like watching it on TV. The fact that oh, she yeah. creates all of her gear queen woman woman queen. of the year every year <laughs> uh ooh. oh uh carmelo hayes I, oh yeah i did a, i did a lot of like nows but a lot of those could be like forevers oh my god so okay um if you would have okay if it was hypothetically uh WWE versus AEW Forbidden Door Roman versus Kenny who will win ooh hmm if we talk <laughs> if we talk Roman right now who just has Solo and not the rest of the bloodline ooh I think Roman would somehow find a way to win <laughs> I mean, Solo's Solo is sent from the the elders. He's he's wild. It's crazy. He's he's unpredictable. So I have a feeling he would just show up. Samoan Spike, the Young Bucks, Hangman, everyone's getting a Samoan Spike to help Roman win. <laughs> right, and I because I asked this question before, and I said. Kenny being not a selfish wrestler, I know Kenny will take the pin, but Kenny will probably give him his best match. 
that's that's the thing. Like, it's gonna be one hell of a match regardless. And like this version of Roman is so. I can't think of like the specific word. He's so good at like the little details now. Ever since the yeah. pandemic started, like Mans was talking to the camera, like when there was no no people there and you could just hear him clearly. He's losing his mind. It's slowly becoming his best work over these past three years. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, especially, I've always liked him. I was just like, it's just he is just something. He just needs to find it. Yeah. And I could tell that he was wrestling with a chip on his shoulder because the crowd just kept turning on him, like mm-hmm. kept turning on him. He was supposed to be the one, and it's just like the crowd is not feeling him. And now these same people love him, and it's just like. That's what he had to, whatever he, whatever he did, it worked. It was the veneers. And, and the beard. Yes. The beard, (laughs) the whole swagger. That's why I was, I was saying on Twitter, I was like, y'all need to appreciate Roman Reigns right now because as you can tell, it's kind of, he's slowly kind of closing the curtains for a while. Mm -hmm. He's slowly closing the curtains. So appreciate him because once he's gone, we, you know, he's definitely going to be part-time. <laughs> I mean, at least we know he would show up sometimes. Yeah. We've been begging Dwayne to show up for a year and a half to come deal with the family drama. Now he's just fighting with Grayson Waller on Twitter. It's like, sir, your daughter's in a cult. You know, I've said it all the time. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson never forgets, though. That's what, <laughs> like, he is probably being petty with this, like, Y'all laughed and y'all thought that I was not going to succeed in Hollywood. Y'all wanted me to fail so bad in Hollywood, even though he did last year, but it's still like I don't really need wrestling. Yeah. So I think it's really on his end being very, very petty right now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is like, from what I hear, is one of those very prideful and he doesn't forget anything. Like mm-hmm. he reminds us every chance he gets that he only has seven dollars. So <laughs> you can just imagine when Vince will call him and he'll probably just be like, I can leave you on red. It's like my, bo- my boots have red. been sitting there. What makes you think I'm putting them back on? No. <laughs> Y'all in- I got injured the last time I came back. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> See, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all injured me, so no, no, said, thank he you. He said I'm good, guys. Thank you, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other questions you wanna ask me? Um. Yes. Yeah, so, list your top five favorite women's champion in WWE. Like it could be Diva era too. Okay. Uh, or the you know list your top five. Uh, ooh, okay. Um, it's actually funny you mentioned that. I just did a, like, a panel-type video. It was, like, uh, Haley, Kylie, Kate, all from Fightful, and then Kat from, uh, Women's Wrestling Talk, and then Daphne from In the Hot Seat. They just did, um, the top five women's champions from the 2000s till now. I I was just there to moderate. (laughs) I let them, they created a top five list. It's incredible. Um, But one of the people on their list is definitely on mine. AJ Lee, uh, hands down. 
I loved like the the difference, the tomboys. Like 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 I said, Lita, so Lita's definitely on there too. Um She's so impactful, right, Jaylee. We uh, see it currently. Like the girls with the hats and they the Chuck Taylors <laughs> and so we see it now. And like even on if it's I think it's a uh, Cora Jade and Roxanne, they call uh April AJ mom. I'm like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um is so ooh. I have to go Rhea Ripley. I love me some Rhea Ripley. Okay. She's her her as NXT champion. She didn't get like a whole lot of love when she was the Raw Women's Champion. I do want her to just fight everybody, including the men, <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point, and they're not going to give it to me, and it's very disappointing. Uh, Rhea is definitely in there. Um. Ooh. It's very hard. There's been so many women's champions, too. Um, I'm waiting on you to say my girl. <laughs> well, Bianca's in there. She... No, my other girl. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Queen Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Charlotte fan. <laughs> I love Charlotte. <laughs> but she ain't say my girl yet. She's 14 times. Uh, see, I I always appreciate what Charlie can do in the ring. She's she's not my favorite. I will I'll never like say she isn't talented or can go in the ring. She definitely can, but she's she's not for me. I do appreciate people who do like that's your girl. I won't disrespect her. That's just sick. No, no, that's fine. That's just sick. I get it. I get it. Uh, she does have a very bad moonsault, though. I will say it's not. It, it bothers me. <laughs> that's that's my one critique <laughs> I always have. I'm like, she, that moon's always bad, and I don't like it. Um, but I will say Bianca, for sure. I mean, made history. The longest reigning women's champ of the modern era. They, like, put a cap on right. it weirdly, and it, like, didn't make sense. But it's WWE logic. Who knows? Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mandy Rose when she was the NXT Women's Champion. Okay. I I loved I loved me some Mandy Rose. I respect her for leaving and being like, you know what, y'all not gonna let me do this. Yet Riddle can you know sleep with a porn star, but that's none of my business. Um, right. <laughs> you know, double standards. It's crazy. Uh, but I love everything Mandy did. Her and Toxic Attraction was one of my favorite things in NXT at the time. <laughs> So I I'll always give Mandy Rose her flowers if I can. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I I respect her too. I said, while well, she's over there, like y'all have the rest of to eat, and I'm still I've made the money that they offered me on a contract in a day. So I respect that. Honestly, and she just walked in Miami Swim Week. Same with Carmella, who was six months pregnant and looked beautiful. They both look so gorgeous. It's like, insane. I, I like seeing that. Like, because women, we do get pregnant, you know? You know? I, I know. I, I Crazy things. It. Who would have thought? <laughs> women getting pregnant. Couldn't. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy ideas. <laughs> when that, because when she announced that she was pregnant, I saw men was like, oh my God, y'all know y'all are wrestlers. I'm like, what? We can't get pregnant? Jesus. Like, Especially after everything her and Corey went through, like, she deserves this. Y'all don't take it away from her. Yeah. 
People first. She's a married woman now. Yes, that that comes with marriage. Yeah. First there's marriage, and yeah, like it happens. You know, first comes love, there comes marriage, then comes then come marriage, and baby, and the baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to ask me? Oh, that's all that I have from the top of my head. That's fine. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Um, well, thank you again so much, Keeks, again, for doing this with me. I appreciate it. You know you gotta tell the people where they can find you, all that stuff. You can find me on Twitter, all elite Keeks. Um, also on Instagram, same uh, name, and also on threads, too. Uh, the same name, all elite Keeks, all around. If you can't find it, just make sure you follow Public Enemies. Then you can find me. Make sure you like, um, you like and subscribe to their page, because um, that's where the show is based off on. Is their platform on Public Enemies? It's my platform, but on their stuff, as they say. But um, yes, you can find me on Public Enemies. You can find me on TikTok. It's all the same handles. Um, yeah, and I'm open to just follow. Just keep, you know, be respectful. Keep it cute, and that's it. That's all I ask for. <laughs> and that's not asking for a lot, so... Right. <laughs> I feel like people need to respect that. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, gotta do my shameless little plug. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRassin13. Linktree, I'm about to get all things Sheelate Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheelate Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com says she leads showcase. I always say watch his videos because they're way more entertaining. I'm very dallying. I talk with my hands. It's it's a time. <laughs> uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts if you want to listen. There are a plethora of shows. The Weekly Show, this lovely interview series that I finally brought back after a few months. I hope you all are appreciating this. You can check out all the other episodes. Include I have one of my own and it is a shit show. So if you'd like to go watch the inside the mind of of me you can and it's a time and I let it be on the internet and it's there forever and I have to live with it <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again thank you so much Keeks thank you everyone for watching and listening when you guys do uh, until next time we'll see you later bye bye thank you